Hey, hey y'all. It's Kim, Nia, and Mary. And welcome to Millennial Vibes Podcast, where we discuss all things adulting. Because dating ain't fun. Bills ain't fun. None of it's fun. So grab your drink of choice and catch this vibe. This episode, we're going to discuss the realities and real raw truth of traveling while Black. We all have our own personal experiences. I have a personal experience that I don't usually talk about much because I like to remain positive about my travels. Um, But it is something that I feel like has impacted members of our community in various different ways. And it's an important discussion that I don't think is had often enough. Mm. Um, I know there are companies that try to combat some of these issues, but I do think this is something that we should all talk about because I mean traveling is a major part of my life and For I know sure. all of us love to travel too so so jumping into our first question yeah is ignorance bliss um as in like related to to traveling, traveling. oh okay so I'll talk uh, <laughs> I don't think so um but that's because I am a uh prepper i prepare often <laughs> yeah a planner planner <laughs> wow those are the words <laughs> i'm a planner so i always have to know like things and and um make sure that things are in order not just with like my suitcases and stuff but like wherever i'm going what especially if it's outside of my own culture mm-hmm. what exactly i should or would or could experience um so I don't think ignorance is bliss. I think it's always good to know what you're getting into. Um, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> I guess for me, I prepare when it comes to... I prepare when it comes to the actual travel part. So I'm not ignorant on that end. So actually getting through the airport, getting okay. through customs, making sure everything is where it's supposed to be okay when i get to wherever i'm going i like to have a completely open mind okay okay can that be misconstrued as ignorance sometimes yes do i know where i'm going yes do i understand some of their culture yes do i know that i will not be able to get away with certain things while i'm here yes but I also don't like to overthink situations. For me personally, I I don't know if that's the word that I wanted to use for Mm -hmm. it, but I don't like to scare myself out of a situation, almost. You know, like for me, I just want to be there in the moment. Okay. I'll notice things because I peep everything. Yeah but I just like to be there in the moment. So for me, I would say it's it's half and half. It's not, I don't really want to use the word ignorance because I'm not ignorant in going into the situation. I just like to have a clear and open mind. So I try not to put too much on my mind before walking in Okay. to a new country, to a new state, wherever it might be. I hear too. Okay. Um... For me, I am about 
100 degrees more intense than Kim <laughs> when it comes to, to planning and preparing. I have everything down almost to a minute in regards to the traveling sense of it, uh, like the airport and, you know, going through customs and stuff. So if I'm going to a new country, I kind of do my own research on that to see what I need, what I don't need, or, well, more likely what I need, because I probably have to, you know, add some more things to whatever I usually take. Um, when it comes to, like, just being in a new environment, I definitely do do a deep dive, intensive search on everything to make sure that when I go, I can, I can properly enjoy myself because I know what, what's what I know what will be taken too far or what I need to, uh, be more conscious of. I take everything very seriously. And I, I think that might, might be a problem low key because I, I, I think I go too hard. And then when I come or sometimes when I go to the places, it's not necessarily as intense as I thought it was going to be. Right. But I'm always prepared for everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I'll say this. I, when it comes to like going to countries like in Europe and Asia, mm -hmm. um, and down, down in Mexico, I think. Yeah. Like, cause I don't want to see the Caribbean cause the Caribbean, I don't have to worry. I don't, I don't think in, in a lot of ways I'm not, I don't feel like this pressure of like, yeah. how like do they treat black people? Yeah. 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 Am I going to be like the one of few? Am I going to be uncomfortable? Like, I don't, I don't really feel that with the Caribbean. Same. I've never been to, I mean, I've been to Morocco, but I've, I haven't really visited the African continent. Yeah. But with like trips to Europe, I I did think about it, but I didn't do a lot of research. And so I had a very bad experience in Rome and I don't think I was fully prepped for that. And I think after that specific incident, I was like, nah, anywhere I go- Never again. That's, yeah, like any, anywhere I go that I don't, I feel like I already know I'm gonna be the minority. Um, or the thumb that's sticking out. Yeah, I gotta know how y'all feel about black, black people, and there's yeah. a, there's a pressure on that because I get what you're saying, where it's just like you'd rather just go and and, and experience, yeah, and yeah, feel like okay, now I gotta be wary about being black, you know, Mary. Yeah. And then I get the super intensity. Honestly, I'm a super intense person, so yeah, you know, that's especially when it comes to traveling, like that's just gonna be a part of who I am. But that prep, I think I need now. Like, I don't think I can be that ignorant anymore, especially after that situation, which I probably will discuss later on in the show. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that's that's where like that for me Come, is and comes, comes in. into play. Yeah, so touching on prep, how much prep do you think we as a collective people need? Black folk before going into new countries or sometimes even right at home, new states. How much prep do you think we need? I think uh, a lot. Um, once again, it's, it's probably just my personal preference and based off of how I was raised. Like I was raised, oh, always have your passport and your your uh, itinerary like easily accessible. Yes, ma'am, no ma'am. <laughs> You know, you, you wear what, what wouldn't be, you know, something that they will have to pull you over and search you or whatever. It's, it was something that I grew up with. Like my parents were very, um, I guess hard on me for that. 
because I did I did a lot of traveling at least from here to the Caribbean yeah. as a kid. So they always made sure that I I basically knew the ins and out. Always made sure that I I checked where I was going. Made sure that I did my research to know what what is what is appropriate. You know. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot a lot is needed, especially when you don't know the place you're going to. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> no, because like I I wanted to make sure I didn't basically repeat what Nia said. Um. Specifically, like when it comes to traveling, I think everyone should be prepared. I yeah. think you should have an idea, especially when traveling outside of the United States, yeah. um, especially within this administration, because so much is happening in terms of international relations and our allies don't love us as much. So you never know what could happen. And then with the European Union, some of the expectations with the EU um it has changed so i think that preparation is always needed for international travel on a basic level or travel in general yeah but as black people i think it's almost like it's almost like you know when black people are pulled over you yeah. have to have this script in your head of yes. what to say yes. what we should, and, and we we emphasize it more for our black men but yes. I think yes. even as black women we have to be like hello officer i'm reaching here in, I- Sorry, just no, to ahead. add a point right there, and I don't want to get too far off topic, yeah. but I actually have it in my mind. Mary, just start crying. Just start oh, crying. Wow. Like, just stick your hands out the window and start crying. Like, legit. That's what. That's because sad and scary. It is sad and scary because I know for a fact that I have plans on getting a taser and there will be a weapon in the car. Yeah. I know for a fact that sometimes I have my nail clip in the car and the pointy side is sticking up. Yeah. That can be considered a weapon. Like, yeah. These are just things that I think about. Yeah. I have even sometimes, like things that even can look like a weapon. Yeah. I be shook. So that's just me. Mary start crying, stick your hands out the window. That's yeah. it. Like, and that's not it, so, it is not what to prolong it is. It, but that, that's interesting. My dad, he always emphasized don't cry. Like, try to stay as level headed as possible, stay as calm as possible mm-hmm. so that they can understand you clearly in case, you know, anything gets. Heightened, yeah, yeah. So that's that's just yeah. No, you're gonna understand me. You're just also gonna see that yeah. you're crying. That yeah. I'm scared. Ish. Listen, right. it's, it's it's scary. It is. And so it's like there's that, and even with traveling, like you you know you're gonna go through customs and you're gonna go through security, and you want to be the less problematic one as right. possible because you don't want to get pulled to the side yeah. and. I don't. I will say that traveling back and forth from Michigan to New York when I was going to school, yeah, I, there was one trip that I was pulled both times. I was pulled going and I was pulled coming back, and it was just like, and, and the situation was random. Did right? you end up in the room? No, no, no. Thankfully, oh, I did it, but it was a situation where it's like, this is a random search. I'm like, is it random? Because I got pulled coming home, and now I'm going back to Michigan, and you guys are pulling me. So I think in that, like, there's always going to be that kind of prep. Yeah, but. I will say I honestly encourage black people, if you're going to a place where we're really minority, just be aware of the fact that situations can arise. Right. You know what I mean? And also if you're a US citizen, specifically because we're US citizens, understand that the liberties we have here, we do not technically have out there. Right. And your reaction to things will also either help your case or further this type of prejudice behavior. Um, So I think, you know, we need a lot of prep. I think it's, it's, it's not, 
it, when you're in it, you don't know how to react. Yeah. And I want it to be more so like if somebody that I know that could fly off the handle like me, I fly off the handle at the littlest things to be re- aware of like, okay, you're not home. So you don't have liberties. So you just have to just bite the bullet and right. keep your mouth shut or cry and just walk away. Like those are things that I think we should be prepared for. Definitely. And it's sad because we're human. So right. we shouldn't we shouldn't have to do that. Why does, you know, no one else really has to deal with this across the board in terms of all over the world outside of like the Caribbean and maybe the African continent. Yeah. Um, and it's just sad because we're not dogs, you know, who we're have to not. heal and heed. We're right. not. But that that's just the reality. The, yeah, the reality of it. Yeah, so... For me, yeah. I think it's it starts from getting dressed in the morning, right? Yeah. I'm wearing the most comfortable clothes. In recent years, I've started not to wear hoodies or sweatshirts that have sparkly things on them. Yeah. So that's, that's always a red flag for them. So I'm taking out that element of you possibly being able to pull me over because I have a rhinestone pink on the back of my hoodie, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It starts by what shoes I'm wearing also. I've tried to gear towards slides or slip-on sneakers, something that's like easy, easy. to take off and yeah. on. Yeah. Um, little things like that, I I also consider to be prepped yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I think there was maybe one time that I got stopped going through Security. Security. And that was because I had the rhinestone thing on my back. Ever since then, I try my best not to have it. I have traveled with it again since then, but I try my best not to wear it through going through security. Yeah. Uh, prep for me includes, like Nia said, making sure all of my documents are accessible. I was told to put them in a Ziploc bag so they don't, you know, fall all over yeah. my bag. Yeah, I can just easily open it. Take it out, give it to them, yeah. put it back in, zip it, keep going. Yeah. It's a very Caribbean it's, thing, yeah, honestly. Exactly. It's li- it's the little things like um, making sure you eat before you go to the airport. And if you don't eat before you go to the airport, buy it after you go through security. Yeah. It's, it's the things of, yes, I know I'm going someplace, but sorry, I can't bring you back any food because I don't want to be stopped. Right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's things right. like that that unfortunately prep means to me yeah so it's like also understanding where i'm going and trying to understand the culture of where i'm going yeah and then also uh it's let me just put this disclaimer on it i i first heard this from an asian co-worker of mine that when she travels she is not American, even though she was born here. Mm-hmm. So when asked where she's from, she's from XYZ country. Mm-hmm. I got that from an Asian coworker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've adapted that. And some people might not like that, but that's okay. You have the liberty to not like that. Yeah. Right. When I travel, I am Jamaican with an American passport, but you're going to hear me put on my, you're going to hear it like, because I don't want extra 
eyes on me. Yeah. Yeah. And people tend to, other countries tend to love people from the Caribbean. Yeah. No matter what Caribbean country you're from, they tend to love us. Mm. So it's like it's taking that it's taking that extra target off my back, right. so to speak. Right. Okay. For me, I feel like that is necessary. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's understanding where I'm going. It's understanding how I have to prepare myself to go to the airport and get through the airport. And then it's also understanding how I should be when I be when I am there yeah but again to go back to my first point yes I'm taking all of these steps but while I'm there I'm trying to be there yeah. in the moment yeah I hear you um I am so tired of saying um <laughs> but one of the things like I wish I could go back to how Mary feels about traveling yeah um, in the sense of, of just experiencing, yeah, I think that has changed a lot for me. Um, and that's because I in Rome, I was in Rome and I was traveling with a bunch of students and of the entire group of maybe like 40 kids, there's only three black kids on the trip. And I hung out with a group that was basically multicultural. I was the only black person in my group, but I wasn't the only minority. It was just I was the only black person. And we were in Rome and we had just gone to the Colosseum and we were supposed to go to the ruins, but our lunch ran late. So we ended up not making it. So we decided to just kind of walk around. We went back to where our hotel was and we were walking around and we were in that marketplace. And I kid you not, every store that I walked into everyone that works at the store had eyes on me Mm. i stayed right in the front so that nobody could see me doing anything looking for anything because to be honest they went into stores that i don't one i didn't shop at and two i'm a bigger girl they don't have my size i'm not gonna waste my time so i just kind of stood off to the front of the store to make sure that they don't think i'm just walking around yeah but even then it was all eyes on me all employees were looking at me and I'm also tall so it's easier to see me and to spot me um and then we went to Sephora yeah which is an American store so I'm like okay I won't have any issues this is an American store I'm good walking around I didn't plan on buying anything and when we got in when we were in the Sephora nobody was there we were the only customers outside of the workers that were there okay legitimately two two to twenty seconds because not seconds. I'll give it two minutes. Security comes in and it's two guards. And I'm walking around because I don't want to assume that someone's trailing me. So I'm just going to walk around a little and I realize that the person is trailing me. Wow. And so then I saw like a tester. There were like lipsticks and stuff. So I saw a tester and I picked it up and the security guard who was trailing me almost runs up to me and is like, is that a tester? Because you can't touch it if it's a test if it's not a tester. Clearly, tester was written right. So yeah, right on the brand, on the item. Wow. I said this is a tester, and he's like, okay, and then walks away. 
um i walk a different i walk to a different round i end up over at like nail polishes none of the nail polishes actually have tester on them mm -hmm. so i'm just looking at the colors i'm not gonna buy anything i don't i'm not carrying nail polish from italy to new york right. i don't need it right but i just wanted to look and that my friends were also looking around so i just was doing something and they again i'm i'm over at the nail polish nobody's with me it's just me and that same security guard seems to spot me flies over to me as soon as i pick up one i just pick it up it didn't open it i didn't do anything i just picked it up and he goes is that a tester and i'm like it's it's not a tester they don't have testers for nail polish oh well you can't open it if you open it it'll be a problem did she open it so i said okay i'm not i'm not gonna open it i didn't plan on opening it um okay put it back down i'm now getting angry and i want to scream and i want to rail up and i want to act out i'm not at home so i can't do it yeah so i decide you know what to make life easier let me just step outside and just wait for my friends outside i let them know listen i'm gonna be out here i go out there i'm standing by the store i'm on my phone just like scrolling because i don't got no service yeah. so it's just me scrolling and i was actually probably scrolling through photos because i had to take like a million and one photos and Oh, I kid you not, as soon as I walk out, both security guards are out. And then they see me standing there. And so then it's just, why are you standing here? My friends are still inside. Yeah, but why are you standing in front of the store? Because your friends, okay. And so it was like that. And then after that, I just remember them saying like, well, just make sure that you're not just standing around. And then they walk away and they go and harass uh, another person. He it was a homeless person. I think it was a refugee. This is just when the, mm -hmm. the refugee crisis kind of began. And they started harassing the man who was kind of sitting and eating and, you know, whatever. And so it was like, I'm shaking my head now. But at that moment, all I wanted to do was scream. Like, all I wanted to do was scream. Like, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, I'm not going to harm you. I'm not going to steal anything. I make more money than you make as a student. So leave me alone. Like, you know, like I wanted to scream those things. And I couldn't because I had to think of, and literally, I kid you not, after the securities go harass that homeless person, actual Italian police kind of follow up with them. And it was like... You can't, wow. you can't react him because if you do, something could happen to you. And what are you going to tell your mother? And what are you going to tell your friends? And what are you going to tell your, your father? Like, it was like all those things are running through my head. Yeah. At the same time, I'm angry as hell. Yeah. And all I want to do is scream. And I'm like, I, I don't understand. You don't know anything about me. I haven't done anything to you. I haven't stolen from any of the stores. I have never stolen from a store in my life. Like, what? Why is this okay? And why am I supposed to keep quiet? about it and it was very frustrating i'm not gonna lie i ended up crying because there was nothing i could do i couldn't yeah. i couldn't be like don't treat me this way without fear of something else happening to me and i didn't know what that would mean for me as a citizen of the u.s like at the time obama was still in in in, in um yes. he was still our president but i didn't know what could happen and that was just that fear alone was just like wow and it was just in that moment that i realized like we might complain, we have a lot of things to complain about when it comes to this country, but the one thing that we have is that we can speak out. And I couldn't speak out for yeah. the first time. Mm. You, you know what's crazy? I wasn't there. Yeah. It sucks that 
that was your first experience in a situation like that and it being overseas the pettiness in me though would have been like i'ma buy this 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 step out the store away from my friends come back in and return the shit (laughs) when you asked me why i'm returning it and i just bought it mm, i just thought about it i don't like how i was treated in the store simple calm but now I'm gonna make you do work. Yeah. Because who called the security guards? They the did. people that work there. Yeah. Right. So you wanna be petty? I'ma be petty McBatty too. Like things like this just anger me. And I know myself. I would not be able to hold my tongue. Yeah. But also understanding that I'm in a different country and I don't wanna be ASAP Rocky. Right. I'm gonna buy it. Right. And I'ma return the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, while I'm waiting outside, I'll just let maybe five minutes pass, make it look like I'm thinking, you know what? Nah. I'm and going back return. and I'm returning it. I don't I think I, I was just too stunned to do it. Like yeah. Yeah. not that I'm not used to this kind mm-hmm. of behavior, but I I just didn't expect it to be so in my face. Hmm. And blatant. Yeah. Welcome to the rest of the world. <laughs> I think I'm like so I don't wanna say it and it's sad to say this, but there's no other way to put it. I think I'm so desensitized to it because it happens to me all the time here. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't be shocked by it, but also my experience overseas has not been your experience overseas. So I understand the, the difference in caution levels yeah. between the two. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can't say I don't understand it because I do understand it. But cause where it's happened to me, I've been able to speak up. Right. I've had that liberty keyword is liberty to speak up right and have an opinion and say something to a manager and so on and so forth and make a complaint i've had those liberties it has not happened to me overseas so i like i said the only thing that i can think of doing is making you work and being petty right while still remaining calm what are you gonna what are you gonna get mad at and i'm gonna make sure i pay for it with cash so you gotta give it back to me there is no five to ten day wait nope give it back now right Right. now down to the cent like no it it, um again like i didn't i didn't i didn't know what that felt like until i felt it and Mm. that was not fun yeah i can imagine cannot imagine actually okay so because of how we're perceived um, do you think that that prevents us from being involved in certain situations? And by that, I mean like the whole situation with the U.S. citizen that went over to North Korea and took paraphernalia off the wall. And unfortunately, he's now no longer with us. But those type of situations where you can offend people in other countries, do you think yeah. that, that we, because of that nervousness and that scare, we ain't the type to go out and do something stupid because it was a stupid thing to do. I'm sorry. It was. So, I looked- <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So for me, it's not even about perception. It's just about fucking common sense. <laughs> well, with that situation, like, yes. But- no, I'm just talking about in general. I'm not going to go to a museum here and try to take shit off the wall, yet alone in a country that don't fuck with us. Like... <laughs> 
You know what I mean? It's just the dumbest shit ever. I'm not gonna go to Versailles and be like, hmm, you know, nobody's gonna miss pretty. this random piece of chandelier that I'm gonna take. Yes, the fuck they are. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, it's okay. Who? <laughs> okay. It's just how I was raised. Yeah. You don't go to people's house and take shit. You don't yeah. go other places and take what's not yours. Yeah. Or you don't go to other places and behave a out of character. Because your mother will whoop your ass. No, but in, in a certain in a certain <laughs> sense, I have um what it's not Stockholm syndrome. I have oh, I have every black child syndrome. PTSD. That PTSD. That <laughs> okay. her don't touch nothing. Don't, don't look, look at, at nothing, nothing and don't say nothing because you're not getting, getting nothing. nothing. Right. Like right. Yeah. Yeah, literally. That, yes, it's PTSD. Thank yeah. you, mommy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not gonna do that here. I'm not gonna do that at somebody's house. So what? It befuddles me. <laughs> it befuddles me. And it's not just him. It befuddles me why people feel like they can go into Another. a place of significance to someone else. Yeah. Because it can be anywhere. A place of significance to someone else or another culture and act whatever way they feel like acting. It, it's just a level of privilege I, that I've I never had. I was literally just going to say that. That I've never had. I digress. Go we, ahead. Honestly, <laughs> it, it comes comes down to the, to the privilege that we, we can't even like fathom because we've never been in that position to be like, oh yeah, I could do that. Right. Whether it be with our parents or just our society here in America. Like right. we have never been allowed that that privilege or opportunity mm -hmm. to even be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just go in here. You know what I really would like this. I'ma just do that. Yeah. N no. We have like certain ground rules and parameters that we cannot like overextend. Like we, we can't we can't do that. I honestly couldn't even imagine like putting myself in that type of position because I overthink everything. First of all, I wouldn't even steal it properly. My hand would be shaking, my hand would be wet. I'm here looking around, looking like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming out too fast. I was trying to slow it down. But <laughs> looking like a whole crackhead. Because I can't all I can hear are my parents. But my neck is is Crinkling my, my armpits are, uh, sweat uh, like all of it like I would <laughs> I'd probably die from the nervousness before I even get a chance to like steal whatever or do whatever like I don't know like streak across some somewhere yes or whatever like I cannot do it that my friends is called the fear of God by way of yes. Caribbean parents yes. honestly that's what that is and I know that other black people of course of course yeah, yeah. but as Caribbean yeah. literally. The fear of God instilled in you by way of your Caribbean parents. Like even even in their death, I can if I'm about to do something wrong or do something that they wouldn't normally like agree to, I can still feel their gaze. I yeah. can still see their gaze in the back of my mind, and I'm just like, mm, is it worth it? That do it if you try gaze. Right. That we not even like, gonna make it home. Wait till we get to the car gaze. Like, yep. Who's who's child are you right now? Yep. Are, are you are you really doing this? Yeah. Like all of that. Because I want to to touch back on something that you said earlier. Uh, your friend, who's she's Asian and she doesn't say she's American outside of American borders, um, it's hilarious to me because that's the other part of it is not just the the prejudice in that sense, 
but it's also that like people already spot Americans and already have an idea. It's almost like you're American, aren't you? Like yeah, I had that. Rules off Americanness. Yeah, and I had that when I was there. Like yeah, like I was with my group and one of the girls is just like, oh, do you have Wi-Fi? And like immediately the restaurant owners were just like. You're American, aren't you? And it's just that, just that one phrase makes you feel like, no, 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 um, I'm Jamaican. Right, <laughs> it makes you wanna just like. Like, no, 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 like, it, it's like, don't, no, I'm not that, um, you know what I mean? Like that, and, that's a real thing. And it's not to take away from the pride of being <laughs> American. <laughs> it's not to take away from that pride of, you know, having the liberties to do things that maybe other countries don't have. It's not to take away from that. Yeah. It's like, not only do I have one strike against me for being black, but then I already have two strikes against me for being, being black American. and American. Yeah. Right. Because in this country, we're looked at as less than. Yeah. So then they feel like, hmm, well, they country the barely same. like them. Why do we got to You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you try to take as much arrows and targets off your back as possible yeah. in situations like that. I, I don't... No, no, I, I think, don't feel no type of way. I think it's for real. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all, other people, y'all ain't got our, our our fear of God by way of our parents syndrome, right? And so that in and of itself, it's like for me, that's one of the reasons I'm like I, the reason you ain't gonna catch me doing nothing crazy is because I got the fear of my mother and my father in me, and if they were to hear an inkling of something, it would be a so who for child is you? Right. Literally. And I don't want to hear that. That's sad. It's you like, know? I'm your child. You don't claim me in this moment? Right. No, because you're acting dumb. Yeah. And I think, in a lot of ways, I do think that that is what prevents us from being involved in those yeah. kind of situations. It's definitely just, a good portion of it. Yeah. Now, saying that, though, and understanding what happened to ASAP Rocky in that situation... Knowing myself, I cannot not say that that would not have been me. I can't. With ASAP Rocky? With ASAP Rocky's specific well, situation. Yeah, because well, the person was following them, you know, yeah. threatening them in their own space. Security couldn't handle him. Which I don't understand that portion. Honestly. Exactly. So now you getting past my security and now you're directly trying to threaten me. I cannot say that I would have been able to turn the other cheek in that situation. I probably would have ended up right where he ended up. But first and that's of all, just knowing me. I'm firing my security. That's a fact. That, that, that's all it is. That is a security. fact. Because your job is to make sure that no one touches my perimeter. And the fact that People can scream all day long, but they should not be able to get anywhere near close to me and, and, and be shouting foolishness in my face. So you're all fired. That's the first thing. Matter of fact, I probably would have turned my anger on them. Like, yo, what are you doing? Hello? 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 Not, and especially not somebody that's almost a whole foot shorter than you. Like, come on, son. Nah. Like, you know, I, I I understand his situation because I, I don't know what I would have done in a situation like that. I cannot say that I would have been able to Bible and turn the other cheek. I can't say that. Oh. Like, what do you do? You are being threatened. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I wasn't, I never got to that point, thank, thank the Lord. So I don't know what I would do in that And hopefully we never have to. Yeah, honestly. But I'm putting it on mic. If we do, I don't care what country you catching these hands. You, you in my space. I 
tried to prevent that. You I, in my honestly, space. I, I, I'm here like, I you see, I straight, don't you in my space. Like, mix in small spaces. So I would really have to try not to. I, I would respond to that person. But I don't know if I could actually, you know, put hands. Because they could twist it anywhere, which way they want to. You gonna lay I hands end up where, first. But, okay, yeah, but you gonna lay I, hands I, first. I can, I could end up where ASAP Rocky was, mm-hmm. and nobody's coming for me. Which Nobody's yeah. getting for me. I don't. And he even had the president, which we don't. Excuse me. He even had Donald Trump. Literally, Donald. Donald Trump, Trump was actually, you know, trying to get him out. And they were like, really and, trying not to. And they were like, "No, we're going to make an example of you because so, we don't like you already." And it was just like, bro. So in actuality, like, if ASAP Rocky has such a difficulty getting out. I'm not getting out. With the backing of a president. Right, so I'm not getting out. Knowing all of that, I still cannot say that I would let somebody put hands on me. I, I, I'm not I saying- I understand. I'm not saying that's I understand. Not, I, that's bro, not like, something that I, I, I this, want. I don't think there's any ounce of my being that would tell me, like, not even tell me or make me walk away. You have now assaulted me. See? A black woman, yes, I'm throwing the woman card in it. You've now assaulted me, a black woman, and if none of y'all mother effers gonna come help me, I'm gonna help myself, not you guys. Yeah, but no, I'm saying no. like, the, I'm gonna come security. help myself because now we have a different problem. We do have, a, we different have a different problem. problem. I am not gonna lie. And I'm gonna count on y'all to hashtag my ass to get me out of jail. I'm we not, can't get you. you out, bro. I, I, you. I, understand. I don't think you understand Y'all need to go it. to the embassy. Y'all need to go wherever the fuck y'all need They're to go. Not I am quicker to punch than I am to talk. Okay? Like, Y'all know that about me. I don't want to talk too much. If it's getting to a certain part, I'm ready to fight. I, however, will try very hard if it's a situation that you're in and I am with you to not let you go. There. Honestly, that, that's what it is. Just I would have really tried to de- away. Yeah, I, I would really have really de- de- away. the like, situation. I would rather you scream your head off cry your eyes out be punching my back because I have you <laughs> draped over my shoulder I would rather you do that than for you to be in a situation where it's like they have detained you they don't they don't want to you know not detain you right. like you know they want to charge you right. and all of these things and, and and we are not in the US so I, you don't have a right to an attorney Yo, you know so many factors there's so many it. things against that situation and so with, yeah. like with me saying that like I get you because I'm I would be the first to throw a hit I'm also saying I don't want you to go to jail no like please don't go to jail in a foreign country I'm not trying to talk this into existence I'm saying like if me in that specific situation God forbid that I was ASAP Rocky in that situation and you've now gotten through two of my big ass bodyguards and you're trying to come to me Bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, <laughs> like, I, I will try and take you over my shoulder. Yeah, bro. And let's try to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> while I do that, I'm punching our security because I'm like, y'all are fired and I'm beating your ass when we get back to the United States where I could thoroughly beat your ass and not get 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 quarantined. Yo, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I, I, like that, for me, I would have been, so, like if I was ASAP, it would have been on and popping with my security guards. I'm sorry, like before anything, I'd be like, listen, what do I pay you for? What am I paying? I'm you not for? even asking any questions. I'm not even telling them anything. Find your way home. I'm just, just I'm be not like, paying your butt. Okay, you. so you're, you're done. You're fired. It's it's done. And I'm blackballing you, so you can't do no more security work. In the words of your president, you're fired. <laughs> 
Y'all like the best thing that he ever did. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> like, no, honestly, I think it's it's just crazy that we have to think about these it, things. It is. And I I would love for anyone that is not of the same culture or ethnicity as us to share if you've had any experiences yeah. like yeah. this. Because yeah. we can only talk from our point of view because right. we've only lived black lives. Right. So, you know, if anyone of a different culture or ethnicity has ever had any other experiences, let us know. Let us know. We For really sure. want to hear is it just us or is it everybody? Yeah, because we feel like we not the minority. Sorry, I'm speaking all crazy. <laughs> we feel like we're not the minority in this situation and that we're not the only people that are going through this, but we can only speak on behalf of, mm-hmm. of the Black community in that sense. Hey, y'all. It's Kim. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also stream our show on Spotify and Google Podcasts, as well as other platforms listed on our website, which you can find in our bio on our IG page at Millennial Vibes Podcast. Stay tuned.